I don't know. What's a holy noise? Like a chorus of angels. Do it with me. Ready? Go. Guys, that was beautiful. Hello, my long lost friends. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. And this is today's question. There's lots. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and T-Rav. This is Luke in Nebraska. I'm on a road trip home with my four-year-old and my seven-year-old daughters and our puppy. And my four-year-old puked all over about a half hour into the two-and-a-half-hour road trip. So my question is, what is the worst scenario that you can think of on a road trip? I love you, mean it. <gasps> Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that the one who puked? Probably. Oh, he's like, yeah, I won't be mad, but you have to say I love you, mean it, in the cutest <laughs> way possible. Uh, Luke, thank you for your question. Also took me a, a sec to understand T-Rav. I thought he said Kira, and I was like, what is <laughs> this? Uh, also love you and mean it to your daughter. Um, to both of them, I guess. I I don't know. Worst case scenario, I just canceled going to Thanksgiving, obviously because uh COVID. But the the thing that made it a little easier for me to cancel was that I was gonna have to bring Myrtle all the way back on that four hour drive by mm. myself, Ooh. and I couldn't even do that to get her to your house. And so that to me sounded like the worst road trip. Me and my dog and my dog never getting comfortable and me always worrying about her for the entire time and making a four-hour trip into probably a six-hour trip with a lot of puke and potentially some pooping. Gross. Yeah. I just, the situation you described basically, Luke, but imagine all of them having all of the things come out. That's (laughs) kind of what I think is the worst case. Anything but related on a road trip sucks. Yeah. We don't have to go into detail on that, but- you can lean your head out a window to puke if you had to. I was thinking having tummy troubles and being with either like somebody you didn't know very well or like somebody you were interested in. Mm, like, could you imagine if you had to be like driven on long work related road trips? Yeah. And if like you and I weren't that close and I had to be like, I'm sorry, can you pull over like every like 10 minutes? It's so annoying. That would really suck. Remember in like high school when you would feel your stomach flip and you'd be like, uh-oh, but you wouldn't want to have to leave class because you didn't know if it was time yet. So you'd almost have to wait until it was about to be time and then go out of class. That's when you The just- last thing you want to do is go out of class for a long time and then have to do it again a second time because you missed the window. It's I've, God, that gives me flashbacks. <laughs> That's when you call out sick and you just go home. That's not something that students were allowed to do on their own in my school. And I don't know where you went to school, Travis, but you couldn't just be like, I'm sick. It's not work. I'm sick today. I'm not going to make it. Yeah, you realize it's about to be bad. So you're just like, call home because no one wants to do that in a school bathroom. I had truancy issues. So I wasn't really given a long leash for (laughs) uh, excusing myself from an absence. Hard to believe. I know. Uh, Luke, thank you for your question. I think you asked it probably like four months ago, but I'm in charge of finding the voicemails now. And so I just went and found old ones that we didn't use from other podcasts. So if you have a question that you want to ask, I promise I will, now that I have the login information, listen to the new (laughs) uh, things that you leave us. So Ashley, don't tell them that they can always 
Leaf off a voicemail. That's right. You're getting good at it. What timing? At 860-506-5571. Hi. Hey. I'm sorry to Luke that we rushed through that question, but as we were answering it, I'm like, everyone's sitting there wondering if we're going to talk about the gigantic elephant that's vomiting in the backseat of the room. And that's so polite. Travis has headphones in. <laughs> oh. Uh, hello. We haven't seen all y'all in a week for... I was going to say good reason, but it wasn't good. It was bad, but it was a good reason to not do a podcast. Um, I got fired. That is the way to say it, if you want to say it that way. Yes. Uh, And so we, to be clear, I think we've said this already. I said it on Reddit. We didn't know this was happening. Um, Some of us didn't know this was happening to the point where they recently um, signed a contract. And so we are now in a situation where uh, this is the only thing I have to do. And now I have to do it alone, I think. And Ashley's reached a situation where she's worked at this company how many years now? 13. And found out that she is done working here on her birthday. <laughs> Which is cool. She didn't find out on her birthday, to be clear. Her last day, technically, of work here, here being ESPN, is uh, her birthday. The last day of work is the day before, so I'm going to wake up unemployed. Yes. On my birthday. Yes, yes, yes. Couldn't have a a job on your birthday. Right. So, that I mean, the upside, day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a Saturday. Overlining. I think I've been – Good news is um, Disney has made it, you know, effective a couple weeks from now. So they gave me some time to, I guess, like process and start looking and all that because trying to find a job during the holidays is really hard and trying to do that um, during a pandemic is also really hard. But that kind of put us in a situation that was like, they said, you know, on the phone, it's effective in January um, and you're expected to keep working. <laughs> and we're like, well, do you know that I have a very outward facing platform? Yeah. And we're like, uh, what do we, what do we do? Am because I listen, listen, it? when it, the reason we took a week off, um, there's many, but one of them is that like, it's very emotional. It's like emotions are running high, all different types of emotions. You cycle through sadness and anger and frustration and like you want justice and then you want to sleep. And it's just like it, we needed to kind of let those pass last week because we could have easily come here and just told you guys everything and and vented in a way that I actually don't think would have in the long run been productive for any of us. And I I Mm want to make sure that the any of us part is clear. And that doesn't mean me, Ashley or Travis. It means like we have in every conversation Ashley and I have had about what the Smurf we're supposed to do now. You guys have been a huge part of the conversation of like not wanting to take this place we created that we just were talking about was like peaking and to enjoy it while it's doing really well. We didn't want to take this place and give you guys this home and a place where you feel safe and then be like, and now wasn't that fun, but you are all uh, without a home. And so yeah. there was a lot to weigh with that. It's also very difficult um, for me to have just told the a company I'm going to be here for a little bit um, and and then have to 
have this happen in a situation where normally I'd be like, well, then I, I go, but now I'm, I can't do that. And so it's like keeping this thing a lot. We had to have a discussion about whether, what we were going to do with this podcast, if Ashley would, should come on at a bunch before we, uh, before like she leaves and by leaves, I mean, is forced out. I don't want to make soften that what they did was bad, I think. And I think many people agree. Um, but at the same time, we don't want to just, if we can keep doing this, we were like, should we try? Um, and I think Ash, that we were both pretty honest with each other about like how to handle it. Yeah. And, um, what we've arrived at as of now, and again, subject to change is that we're going to keep doing two episodes a week. Um, sometimes Ashley's not going to come to the second episode because like she said, she has stuff she has to focus on now. Finding Finding a a job job in a pandemic (laughs) is incredibly difficult. And I would say the number one reason I signed a contract, it, it had a lot less to do with other factors I would normally take into consideration uh, and also the contract is a lot less favorable, favorable than one I would normally agree to. Um, I guess I didn't realize how much I was settling because I didn't know Ashley was going to be gone, but like, it is very difficult to, to find a job right now. And I also don't think that, um, you know, if a company says we don't want you anymore, which I know there's a lot of things involved. And I know, obviously, Ashley, I've told you a million times, this does not reflect on you talent wise. I think it reflects on the company and that they aren't necessarily able to pay attention to everything that they make. Because if they did, they would know this is good, a record setting good podcast that's able to do live online digital things that do numbers that they've never seen before in a time when we're all stuck at our homes and anything that's live is going to be digital feels like a property you'd want to hang on to. But I don't run the business and I don't pretend to. Uh, I was making a point that then I got way too distracted off of, and now I've lost it. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they don't, uh, they, they're not, they don't deserve you. They don't get this content. They don't get to make you have to work on this content because that's just, I don't think that's fair. Well, I think where we've netted out is like you and I both are, have big changes coming And it's going to take a while for both of us to figure out what's next. Um, And while we are certainly feeling a lot of things, um, we know that this podcast, we've built this thing that brings us happiness. And we are lucky enough to know that it brings other people happiness as well. And like, why not hold on to that? Um, for as long as we can, like while we're figuring that stuff out. So we're going to keep doing it um, for a couple weeks until the last one is like December, like close to the holidays, right? Uh, December 15th is going to be the last one before Christmas and the new year. And then when we come back and by we, I mean, I guess, I think Travis and I, (laughs) uh, certainly I, I've found that that is required. (laughs) I have to be here. Uh, whether or not I get anybody to help out and hang with is still in the balance. And look, that is a separate morning that I have to go through and it does not compete with Ashley's. Like I, I, I am finding it hard to balance, like being devastated for you and then being devastated for me at the loss of you. Like the, it's, different and it feels selfish, but it's genuinely because you are so, you are so good at this and so good for me 
because you didn't want to do this. I've said that a million times, but like when we got this podcast and it was like, who's going to co-host it with her? There were people who were like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And you were like, you guys can all do it. I do not want to. And I was like, her, I want Ashley. Uh, Because look, it's not what they normally look like. We're not what podcasts, sports podcasts, ESPN sports podcasts specifically normally sound like. That's what I wanted. I wanted somebody that makes me feel comfortable, makes me want to be better, makes me, you know, laugh, has the best laugh in the podcast game. Like, I don't think I've processed yet how much it's going to hurt to not have your laugh. It brings best snort in the game too. Only snort, especially in this game. Second game, she has the only snort. Mm -hmm. Nobody else Mm -hmm. here snorts, so we're going to never have a snort again. Did you know I didn't snort laugh before this podcast? That's not. I swear to God, it's true. I mean, I've been running through a lot of things in my head. um, And I remember, I distinctly remember there was a time one or two years ago, I was home for a holiday when that was a thing we did. Mm -hmm. And I laughed so hard that I snorted. And my sister turned and looked at me and said, was that you? Did you just snort? And I was like, yeah, I kind of started doing it. Like not on purpose, obviously. I I think anybody who snorts when they laugh can remember that they had that moment where they were like, oh no, I do this. That's the thing I do now, I guess. It symbolizes- Which didn't happen before this podcast. It symbolizes just, uh, you know, resigning yourself to the moment, letting the moment completely take over. Next, you'll be a laugh farter. You don't know what's oh, next God, for you. Why would you Anything wish that on me? I'm not wishing it on you, but what if you want to treat that into existence? Treat if you could do all your releases at once. What if there's also a sneeze? You're a sneeze laugher. That would be great. Well, I'm never going to laugh again, so that won't be an issue. The point is, and the thing I want to make perfectly clear is that we don't want this next few these next few episodes to be painful, and we don't want them to be sad. We talked about not doing them because it might feel like dragging out. I was worried that we'd be dragging out this inevitable end date and then everybody would just be upset and then we'd all go away for the holidays and then nobody would come back. But like, I think the point should be like, we're getting it all out right now. And then I think we should just like enjoy the next few weeks. Like, you know, not pretend nothing's happening, but like just, but pretend nothing's happening. That's my nothing. plan. Is that okay? I pretend nothing. I want to. So here's my thought, and we probably should have talked about this beforehand. But my thought was like, talk through the feelings right now because I've gotten a lot of feedback from people when specifically I've talked about like health issues that they're like, hey, hearing you talk about that has really helped me. And I know when we talk about mental health issues that has really helped people too. And there are a lot of people out there who have also gotten laid off. And like, if we talk about it a little bit, maybe it'll help them. And then after today, we just pretend doesn't never happened. We do however many podcasts are in the middle. And then we have a goodbye pod. Like, so we can God, get some closure. I can't, I can't think about that right no, now. No, I a goodbye pod. Um, it's going to have to, as the, as the sole producer of this show currently, uh, that seems like it's going to be a big, heavy lift. And boy, am I excited to take on the task. I don't think we need to like, we don't need to have, you know, like media. Like we don't need to pull old clips and oh, stuff. Oh, yes, we do. You like, know we me. took like a walk down memory lane for Jay. And like, I would like that a little bit. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. Let me just. Something. Sorry, I'm just writing it on my cup. Uh-huh. Oh. And uh, then I don't know. Maybe we do something unaffiliated with ESPN that's a little. What? Don't do that. Don't do that. 
don't that's unfair it is it is potentially a discussion that has been had but let's not plant a seed to get people's hopes up look ashley at the end i'm in a one-off one-off got it okay that i'm into yeah Uh, oh gosh no because i was gonna say at the end of the day uh ashley is your favorite podcast host but that's not what she does Uh ashley what was your title just now when you were let go by espn uh director of digital video director of digital video. Um, so if you, even if you aren't paying attention to the numbers the podcast is doing uh, digitally on video, um, <laughs> you would think that is a position that should be, that's like new and next. That's what's coming up. And uh, and you're the director of it. And you're, and you've it been was. let go. So it's like, I, I'm, <laughs> I don't want anything, as, as sad as we all are, I don't want us to get so attached to this that we don't let you grow and move on your path. There was this weird, have you had any experiences? There've been a bunch of them lately for me where something you've never heard about and have no interest in and normally wouldn't affect your life happens in the news or it trends on Twitter and you like investigate it to see what it is. And it ends up kind of being really applicable to something you're going through at the moment. This might only happen to people who stay up till like three or four in the morning when Hmm. the weird shit trends on Twitter. Tell me more. But there was this apparently, and I'm going to screw this up. And if anybody is a part of this community uh, that I'm about to reference, I'm sorry for all the mistakes I'm going to make. But there was this YouTube channel that I guess launched and their whole theme was called Remember Death. And it was like, we are going to make content crazy, weird, fun stuff for 365 days. And then no matter how many subscribers we amass or how big the community is or how great it's going after when the timer is up at 365 days, we stop, we delete the account, everything is going to be gone. And the point was that like death, we always see it as this thing that we fear. But if you remember that death is happening, like death is what makes life able to be special because it's, you can't do it again. Once you die, you get one shot essentially. And so it was sort of like a different way, a different perspective of saying basically live in the moment, acknowledge that like what we have is this and we don't have to have this forever for for this to have been good. It doesn't just have to be sad that it's over because after death becomes comes birth and then death, it's all a cycle. And so this thing the other night when I'm doom scrolling Twitter at four in the morning, I saw this thing, I clicked on it and I was like, that helps me. It makes me feel like, just because this is ending doesn't mean that it's bad and sad and the end. It means that it's time to go do another thing. And I want to make sure that like, we don't hold you back from going and doing whatever it is that you want to do next. I'm confident that whatever the iteration of this podcast is come January, it will not be as good as this current podcast, but I have to let go of that and try to earnestly look for what it's going to become. And just like, I don't want you actually to feel like you have to hold on to like, I miss that and try to create that or feel sad about that instead of, does this make sense? You're making a face that looks very good. No, because I think I, I, whatever this podcast is in January is going to be different. It, and that's not a bad thing. Like, how often do people get to just talk to their best friend about something they love and it's work? Like n- not often. I I don't know, but like it's, it's going to take a while to find, 
to figure out what the next iteration is and like find its legs for you. And, you know, I, I urge all of our listeners who are all such incredible people to like be patient because it will take a minute. But like, I know that it's going to be great because it's you. And every time you touch content, it's good content. Everyone gets fired. What? Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, Travis, you should bail while you still can. But We have been so blessed to find the only positive community that exists on the internet. And I know that they are going to stand behind you and love whatever it is, knowing that it's not going to be the same. Like, of course, this is insane that you're comforting me right now. Stop (laughs) it. Cut it out. The only reason I'm bringing up that the podcast will exist in January, which feels icky to do in front of you, is so that anybody listening that's like, is this still going to be here has an answer, and the answer is yes. Is it going to be good? No. Is it going to be Ashley? No. Am I I going to be the most upset about that? I promise. More upset than you? Yes. (laughs) But we're going to just... We have to figure that out. That aside, like Ashley's value to this podcast cannot be cannot be overstated, right? That's the one. That's the compliment. Not cannot be understated. Cannot be overstated. My brain is a jumbly mess. <laughs> Same. Like, like you have you have made this what it is. I promise you, this podcast does not do the record-setting company numbers that it does for that live <laughs> podcast if you're not a part of it. You are, uh, you have amassed a group of fans that love your humanity. This is and not the goodbye pod. I know. I just want to make sure you know that like you're, you, cause you, you always on this podcast are like, it's because of you. It's because it of is. you. I just want to make sure you know for certain that it's also because of you. Like that it's not a, it's it's why this is so scary. Because like there isn't going to be a replacement. You can't replace that. And I can't picture hosting a podcast by myself. And so I don't know, I have to work through what that is. But I want you to know it's because you are so, your heart is so pure. And your, and your snorts, again, it's really just the snorts mostly. You've always been a snorter from from day one. No, I haven't. Day one. Since I've Katie, don't worry. I'll have a drop of hers so that if we want to put it in future. Oh, good. Oh, good. So you'll just have a drop, which means that I'll I'll probably hear it in what six months. Do you think you can get the turnaround (laughs) on that, or is it uh, you just want me to snort? So I was was trying to save you so that when you snore, then you could say it was the drop. Oh, Mm -hmm. you were uh, you were. I get it. It was inside. Travis, you think you're going to say something funny enough to make Katie snort? That's really cute. I was hoping for for a new person to come along. (laughs) Are you going to get a new microphone? You can't. You can. That is that is one thing I will demand. Like on my exit interview, if that ever happens, (laughs) do not, for God's sake. Continue this told, podcast if Travis does not have a quality I've microphone. I told that he's mailing it. There was some things that were going on, and then I was gone for a week, and so I told him. We took so, weeks off the podcast, a full week, and it's the same update you gave us last yeah, time. I, I told him not to mail it if it was going to get here when I was gone, because it would just sit outside, and it's that's not going to end up well. Okay. Um Let's. I was gonna say let's keep this energy rolling, but let me also just say to you, Ashley. Like, if at any point during this you've got another thing you gotta say, it's like what happened to me the day after the man who shall not be named uh, attack on Twitter and that article, quote unquote. I was just like, and another 
thing. Remember? Like if that <laughs> happens to you throughout this podcast, don't hold back. Just and another thing. Because the um, only reason I'm moving us on is because there's like a bunch of sports stuff we do we should talk about because it's much more fun than this. But I don't want to tell you that that's because it's not because I don't want you to talk. I also I don't want you to feel like you have to talk about it. I not understand. many people are like, I got fired and now I'd like to talk about it for two hours on a podcast. I would, um, I would like to say to anybody who has gone through this or is going through this, there are a couple big takeaways that I have. One, it is incredibly valuable to Google the stages of grief um, because I was absolutely perplexed by the mood swings I was having. Like I would rocket from completely energized, fired up to like completely paralyzed and like couldn't move. And you don't think of like job loss as something that might cause that extreme level of grief and just like the flashing in between like anger and denial and, you know, all that stuff. But like whatever website I looked at, like that was one of the things, you know. It's did like, you, can I ask, do you have, uh, did you go to a website that cited five, seven or 12 gosh. stages? Because there used to be five. We've I think it was into, five. We've stumbled into a gripe of mine. There used to be Ooh. five, then there became seven. And now there's 12 and they're like full sentences and they're words like grief is universal. And you're like, that's not helpful. That's on a stage. Yeah. That's just, that's a sentence. Because No, I was five, looking at five. The five are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Sounds about right. Yeah. So hold on, I'm taking deep breaths. Um, the the like job loss is something that can cause that. Because it's loss. It's, Grief is loss. Yeah, I like I didn't really think of it that way. I was like, oh, you know, if you lose someone you love, or like you go through a divorce, or you know, like a pet, or like I didn't really think of like, oh, having your employer of however long tell you they don't want you anymore can really send you spiraling into like feelings of self-doubt. And I think I was most surprised by like how much shame I felt. Like I didn't want anybody else to know because I felt like I was letting so many people down. Um, not just you, Katie, in this podcast community, which were very big ones, but also, you know, the, the younger, um, I can't say kids now cause they're all like 30 the younger people I have worked with over the years who, you know, I helped them come up and was like their role model. Like I was the most scared to tell them because I, they have said to me that like, Oh, I modeled my career after you. You taught me so much. Like I learned so much from you. And it's like, well, I guess don't do any of those things I did. Cause I got fired. Um, but like, just the shame of it. I didn't want to tell my family. I didn't want Steve's family to know. Um, but it's not, <clears throat> it's not just because of the pandemic, but this isn't a reflection on you as a person. It is not, it has no bearing on who you are and how hard you work and how skilled you are. But the way that you react to it does. And I kind of have to keep telling myself that like, this has happened to literally millions of people. What are we going to do next? 
Like Jacoby said to me, he called me furious. Um, but I was like, what, like, what is, what is yelling going to do about it, man? Like there's, what can I do? And he's like, you're right. The game's over. You lost. You can't go like question. What if I had done this differently? Or like, Oh, what if the ref had done this? Or what if this player didn't let me down? Like, it's not worth doing any of that game's over. Move on. Like what's next? How, how am I personally going to grow from this? Well, Whether- and also like thinking about what it, the things you would normally go back and be like, if I hadn't done this, if I hadn't done this, mm-hmm. remembering that for your next thing, when you're making decisions, like letting your experience inform your next step, not yeah. to the point where it keeps you from doing stuff, but being like, this is the situation that I is not, maybe don't follow the young person that they seem to think they like. Uh, to a place and maybe don't come become become really good friends with her because that's none of that's going to end up being good no that's many lessons maybe that's what i'm saying no this is genuinely my takeaway and i don't know if this is specific to you know just me as a person but i'm sure there are a lot of people out there particularly women who work this way and we tend to think if we put our heads down and we do a good job that work is going to get recognized and rewarded and the truth is that's that's not true Mm-hmm. Um, you need to raise your hand and you say, hey, look what I did. Hey, look how capable I am. Here's what I want and ask for promotions. And for a long stretch of time, I did that. And I moved up really quickly because I was like, hey, look, I'm great. Excuse me. I'm awesome. I can do all of this. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, you're right. Here's more money. Here's a promotion. You're in charge of all these people now. Cool. But when you get to bog down you forget that, and I hate the word politicking because it seems slimy to call it that, but it's like build relationships with people in charge. The more people who know what you're doing and know that you're good and are invested in your career, the better. And a lot of the people who I got, I got comfortable because a lot of the, but a lot of the people who knew me who were higher up left the company and I didn't take the time to make other relationships with people who were still here, who knew me and knew what I did and knew my strengths and saw my value. And it came back to bite me in the bum well, a little bit. Well, because you shouldn't have to. But you ha- I, you got to play the Game of Thrones a little bit as much as you don't I know. want to. I just don't want – I what you're saying is so smart and level-headed, especially for whatever stage of grief this supposedly is for you. <laughs> like this is – it's so <laughs> clear-minded and, and honestly, this is why you're so smart. But um, at the same time, I'm like, why should you have to call a higher-up to introduce yourself? They should do that for you. And it's just a thing I keep butting into with um, companies in general, big media companies, where it's like, why is this this way? Here's the secret. Nobody is going to care about your career more than you. Nobody is. So like you need to take the initiative. And that piece of it is just as important as the day-to-day tasks that you're doing. And you can, you can forget that and especially if you're given the day-to-day tasks of three people, yeah, actually, yeah, right too. <laughs> you were doing the day-to-day tasks. Like we have, we are no strangers to losing personnel. We have lost everybody. And every time we lose someone, Ashley takes on their job. So then she's doing six people's jobs. And then now those jobs are gone. Like it's, this is very frustrating. And now I'm taking you backwards and you're progressing. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Regardless of whether what comes next for me is 
puts me in a better position than I was or is worse off than I was, I know that I will grow from this experience. And that's really important. And I think if you look at it that way and you know that there are other people out there who are going through the same thing that you are, who are smart and capable and hardworking, and just because of the situation that we're in as a country and a world, like lost their job, it's not a reflection on you. And you can learn from it and you can grow from it. And you can drink a lot. And really, as long as it's, it's a is it Coors Light today? I haven't looked. Yes, yes. As long it's, as it's Coors a Light nice every day. Cold Coors Light. Coors you can light get through anything. Every day. And twice on, many <laughs> times on Sunday. Within reason, drink responsibly. Um, do you want to do a mental health update or do you feel like we covered that all was that? It. Okay, that was I just want to make sure, I just want to make sure that maybe you weren't. I know we had discussed if anxiety moves into your body, that oh, guided meditation well. seems to be helpful. I am a person who is unable to meditate. <laughs> I am anti. I'm not I'm not anti for other people. I'm jealous of other people. It's like my relationship with college football, other than my strong relationship which to LSU, <laughs> which we actually now is called into question. It's a lot. Um it's like I wish I could do it, but I don't have that connection with it. But when anxiety starts to affect me physically, like if I feel like I'm going to throw up or my head, I get a really, really bad migraine, I've found it to be helpful. That was really good advice. I did do that. I've been having the intermittent shakes, you know, like when you drink too much caffeine and like mm. your blood is like bubbling. Yeah. I've had that on and off for a couple of days. Um, and so Katie told me to take a bath and do guided meditation and that really helped. Thank remember you. when? Remember when we first started? Oh, I should save this. No, remember when I, we <laughs> first met? It was like our first day, and it was like you, Steve, Dwyer, um, Glenn, <laughs> other people. I really don't remember at this point. Um, just to the point of the story is that you were there, and we were outlining all the stuff I was going to do. I just got into ESPN, and it was like we're gonna have you fly to Connecticut, and you'll do this thing, and then you'll go to Miami, and then we'll have you go to LA, and you'll do all these shows. And like we listened to the meeting and I was like, I haven't worked in months. I am overwhelmed by everything they just said. And I got a call from Ashley or a text right after that you were like, hey, that was a lot of stuff we just threw at you. Um, If you if any of it's too much, let me know and I'll take it off of your plate. Like you being overwhelmed does not lead to success. And I was like, that woman just saw on my face that I'm pretty good at hiding. That I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And my eyes were glossed over and I was freaked out. And I was like, no, I can do it because I want to impress this woman now. This woman seems really great. And then I went down to Miami <laughs> and I got this migraine and I couldn't open my eyes. And I was like, Ashley, I think something's really, really wrong. And like I, I meditated and I felt a little bit better. But it was like the, it's every story I have about like a moment I learned something in my life. I'm like, oh, that's because Ashley actually that was – Ashley, who brought me on that journey. And so this sucks. And Smurfing. And this, let's move on, I guess. Um, today on the podcast, Myrtle has diarrhea again. Today on the podcast, uh, every, I don't, I, I genuinely, I'm at this point, I'm like, are you forcing yourself to have diarrhea so that you can keep going outside? I don't, you're not even eating anything. What's happening? Today on the podcast, every football score. We're going to give you the score of every football game because that's why I know 90% of you are here. So don't worry. We will tell you who scored how many points in every game except for the Monday night game because today's Monday for us. Then we've got uh, a powerful baseball lady, uh, Dustin Johnson in the Masters, 
And and then, you know, I think we should round it out with some really strong audio medium content while we discuss the NHL's new reverse retro jerseys. Yes. We will have strong opinions. But first, all of that is brought to you today by Quip. Lucky you. So, Ashley, we um, I did the pod doc today, but mm-hmm. I felt really weird putting in voices for myself to do. And so I hope this is okay with you. Just tell me right off the top of your darn head how you would like to be told about Quip. Give me... But we did, did it. I liked that it was your superpowers brushing your teeth. I might actually use that. To to Austin? Yeah. Okay. We've made a lot of progress with vegetables um, because we told him if he eats vegetables, like he gets tall and strong. Mm. And so now, now he's like, I need to eat my green beans. And then he'll go, okay, let's see who's taller and go. Was there, a, was there a day you could point to maybe when you were shocked by the disappearance of his green beans? Um, well, let's see. We, we first started doing the green bean thing last, a week and a half ago ish. And we had done like two days and he was eating like three green beans a day. And then there was one night uh, that was particularly challenging on me emotionally where I got super drunk and was talking on the phone to a bunch of people who were calling to see if I was okay. My best friend came over and was managing my child's eating of the dinner. And he had like 13 green beans. Oh, oh, super baby. Travis, he, he, Katie got Austin to eat 13. He was eating three. He ate 13 he, he ate all of his green beans before the chicken was gone. I don't know what's more impressive. He eating the green beans or Katie was the one that was able to get the stuff. She like jokes a lot about how she doesn't have any experience with kids. She comes over and crushes. There were like playing games on the iPad. She, okay. If just a kid like, is like, come play video games or build this Lego yeah, with that's me, the little I'm fine at it. The only yeah. problem is that when Austin was like, let me play, I was like, hold on kids. <laughs> I'm not still my turn. I'm not done yet. But you have to say that. So then he, he knows how no, to like I wait know. his turn. I know. Steve's like, did you just beat our son? In Zingo, I'm like, like he has yeah. to learn how to lose. He needs to know the five, <laughs> seven, or twelve stages of grief. He needs That's to right. understand that. Exactly. Otherwise, he's not being set up for life. No, I just walked over to his plate after Steve was like, "Don't forget, eat your green beans. They make you big and strong." And I went. Uh, Austin didn't seem like he was really fully into it. And I went, mm. "Oh my god, green beans!" And I walked over and I took one off his plate and I ate it. And then I was like, "I'm sorry, I should have asked. Do you mind if I have another one?" And he was like. Okay, and I was like, mm, "I love green beans. I wish I could <laughs> eat them all." And then I walked over, and they were gone. It was very impressive. I lied to your kid because green beans—they don't really do it for me. But you I know, actually like green beans. That's one. I don't hate them, like. but I'm—they're not making my top ten. They're harmless. Yeah, they're, they're just like—you yeah. forget about them. That's right. Yeah, but, but they're supposed, them, it's so supposed to be that. that way. You don't um, have to slather them with cheese to make them edible, like you do with a lot of other vegetables. Yeah, yeah. but man, how good is broccoli with cheese? Oh, so good. Colts Titans. Wow, we still got the voiceover drops. That's good. It sounds like me just closer to my mic. Anyway, the Colts uh, beat the Titans 34-17. I forgot to write anything for that. Giants Eagles. Okay, well, this one I'm sure we have stuff on. The Giants beat the Eagles 27-17. What a tough game to watch. Eagles were 0 for 9 on third down conversions against the Giants. The Giants defense is actually not that bad. They're not. They're How not are that we feeling? bad. How, what stage are we in here? Bargaining? No, it's just like, ugh. It's just not a fun watch. And like, I know it's not all Carson Wentz's fault. I know that. It's not like he like actively lost the game, but he didn't do anything to help us like win the game. And like, I don't know if this is the right call, but I feel like, 
you know how sometimes you're just like, we're going to put in somebody else just, you know, for a, a breath of fresh air. Mm. Like, what if we just let Jalen Hurts, like, breathe a little bit of fresh air? And just, mm-hmm. just, just, just uh, happen a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. It was bad. My, I posted a picture on my Instagram story of Austin in his Eagle shirt with it pulled up over his head like, ah! It was very funny. I was like, Again, I'm sorry. I did this to myself. This kid's going to know loss. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. All right, those feel like all of your thoughts. So, um, Browns, Texans. The Browns beat the Texans 10-7. Pretty interesting situation at the end of the game. Uh, I saw, I believe it was an athletic article that was like about how fantasy owners and gamblers are mad at Nick Chubb because there was like 55 seconds left on the clock at the end of the game and he got all the way to the end zone and ran out of bounds at the one. So they didn't have to give the ball back to the Texans with a minute left on the clock. The exact thing that we mm-hmm. all got mad at Todd, was it Todd Gurley yeah. for not yeah. doing a couple weeks ago? Uh, Nick Chubb did it correctly. Um, but the gambling implications of it, it's like they ended up, I think not covering the spread. Um, and also if you had him in fantasy, you could have used that touchdown, blah, 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 blah. And, like people were genuinely mad at it. And I have like so many notes on that. Number one, be mad at the coach. That's the play call. Um, if you don't like it and it wouldn't, if they didn't do it, you would have been pissed because that's how you play. Um, and then the other side of it is, I think this every time there's like a man, that's a bad beat. It's like, but for somebody else, it's a win. Yeah. That's, That's how gambling works. Like somebody took the other side of that and won. Well, it's not That's like you were really covering. You weren't covering at any point, anyways. So it wasn't like you had the win and it got taken away. You were losing that bet anyways. You were you were going to need. It would have been a bad beat the other way. Yeah, it's just that always makes me confused when it's like people are pissed at this guy. I'm like, yeah, anybody who is against Nick Chubb in fantasy should be thrilled, but nobody's ever yeah. like. Thanks, Nick Chubb, for doing exactly what your coach <laughs> told you to because you not scoring that touchdown helped me win this week. It's always just like, why would you score that t-? It's so dumb. There's That's these really moments great in point. sports where people get mad about stuff, and I'm like, are we this dumb? Why would Nick Chubb ever care? And if Nick Chubb cared, you'd hate Nick Chubb. Cleveland yeah. fans have to be confused that their team like did the right football thing and it worked that out. That must be what this is. Is they're just like, this looks weird. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Normally we do the wrong thing, and that's why I draft uh, Browns running backs. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that was weird, and I didn't know if you would agree. I agree. I think that's a really good take. Oh, the, thanks, Ashley. Shit, yeah. who's going to say that to me now? No one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> Packers Jaguars it actually is true I don't ever think anyone said a take of mine is good uh the Packers beat the Jaguars 24 to 20 and next week I will remember to make sure I have notes for every game (laughs) Lions football team that's the Lions versus the football team Detroit versus Washington and Detroit won 30 to 27 sure the game happened but what I want to talk about is this bleacher report story about Matt Patricia and how his players feel about his leadership style yeah buddy did you see this I saw I didn't read the article but I know the treetops that I it's know like- that feeling because that's usually me on the podcast every week but uh-huh. this week I read the article Ooh, it's tell by me about it. I want to pronounce it properly but it's K A L Y N so that could be Kalen or Callen mm. uh, and last name K A H L E R could be Caller could be Caller if I were a, a like a dude I would just say it's by Kalen Caller and I wouldn't worry about that so let's pretend I did that okay um 
so I guess after the 2018 season, players were so happy that the season was over and that they wouldn't have to see Matt Patricia again until OTAs that they had a party in the locker room. Like somebody had a champagne in their locker that they were saving and they're like <laughs> better time than that. No better time than this. So they had like a mimosa party in the locker room and danced and listened to music. And we're like, this feels good to just be happy. Which wow. Is, I don't think I understood that that was how insanely he was running this program. I guess he had a mantra that he liked to repeat, which was the hard way is the right way. Um, oh. Which just as a motivator fails from the jump because in, in, in New England, that would have worked though. Well, it so it depends. It's a, people like to call a lot of stuff like the Patriot way and the Patriot way doesn't work here and there. Like you have to still provide players with essentially the same you have to meet their needs so if you're being more strict in this one way you've got to give them something and if the something is championships yeah usually balances out but if you can't win then it's like why am I just being tortured and yelled at every day like a couple I think it was a couple weeks ago in a press conference when Matt Patricia it was after they lost to the Saints in week four when he said quote Certainly, I think when I came to Detroit, there was a lot of work to do. And that pissed people off. Like, they made the playoffs in 2016. They had a kind of decent team. And the team loved Caldwell through to the end. He was like a coach that they loved and supported. Whether he was a good coach or not or right for the team, doesn't matter. Personality-wise, they liked the guy. And then the dead opposite comes in and is like, everything sucks here. I need to fix it. And people are calling it the Patriot way because also Bob Quinn, who's the GM, spent 15 years in New England. And I don't think he's worked for any other team since New Mm. England and then Detroit. So they're like, they're trying to bring New England to Detroit. And it's like, you're forgetting the important part, which is like the winning. The winning, yeah. Um, But another quote he says a lot is, I'm on a crusade to eliminate bad football. Um. An interesting crusade, I guess. He just seems really mad at at failure, which to me on its surface sounds like the least constructive emotion you can give your time to. And he's like put his flag in the ground like this is what my life's about. This is the hill I'm going to die on where like failure pisses me off and I want to eradicate it. I'm like the right attitude to have is like if we're going to fail, let's do it fast and let's learn from it and not fail that way again. Mm. Like telling somebody not to fail. I mean, I he also, according to this story, uh, they players weren't allowed to do jersey swaps after a game. When like a player's what? like, oh, I'm going to go give my jersey to this That's other player. Dumb. Not allowed. Uh, they're not allowed to wear jersey. Uh, jersey. They're not allowed to wear jewelry on the field. Okay. Uh, and this rule has since changed, but at least I believe his first year, maybe his second, they weren't allowed to have speakers in the locker room on game day for music. And apparently they're not allowed to win on Sundays either. No! <laughs> that's, that's, I don't like that at all. Music like, like really helps get you fired up. Yeah, well, and players were coming in like, uh, this is how it usually goes. And so if you're going to change something, you have to kind of let us know why. And we have to see the value in that because like, you not liking music isn't a good enough reason for me to not do the thing I do before every game and always have on every team I've ever played in. Yeah. Uh, players say that he's insulting when he talks to them. He's demeaning. He does not respect them. He doesn't call them by their names. He uses expletives constantly, which I would normally be okay with, but this sounds like it's not in a, 
not great way. Um, he all, mine are always in a great way. That's right. Clearly, we've That's all right. said that. I only use great expletives. <laughs> um, he would show up to meetings late, which again I could defend. But he walks in late, and everybody's talking, and he uh, he would yell, "All right, everybody, shut the f- up." Just say Smurf. You should well, say Smurf. I'm you trying should to really say sense. Smurf. Well, I think if he said Smurf, yeah, that probably would work. He but anyway, he's strolling in late. I would stroll in late and hide because I was like, I'm not going to yell that. Uh, <laughs> he strolls in late and kicks down the door and he's like, shut up. It's like they might have been talking about something. I don't know. He just seems <laughs> really – he called out a player in a team meeting once, which apparently they, he does a lot. He's big on calling out individual players. But once he called out a running back for liking – a post on Instagram. Do we know what the post was about? I mean, um, either way, that's dumb. I don't think so. I don't think it was in the story. Um, but if you're looking for a story about someone getting in trouble for liking a post on Instagram, would you mind if I interrupted with a poke fact? Poke facts. Poke facts. Um, wait, that's yoga. Um, oh, I don't know. What's a holy noise? Like a chorus of angels. Do it with me. Ready? Go. That was beautiful. It was something. And because of the way we record audio, they probably just heard one of us. So that's good. Um, <laughs> I hope it was me. The Pope this me. week. <laughs> the Pope this week um, got a little horny. I don't know if you guys. I was hoping you hadn't seen this, but you both said you have, and so the reveal isn't. I put the link in the doc and said, "Do not click this. I would like it to be a reveal." <laughs> uh, but the Pope. Ashley, why don't you tell us the story? Hold on. I need to I need to click on it. Why does it say this is not available to you? Does it work Oh for boy. You? Pope Francis account caught liking bikini models racy suspenders picture on Instagram. So picture this. <laughs> if you a, could. A woman. Let me go ahead and describe this for you in an audio medium. A young Her name woman. Is Natalia Garabato. Thank you. You're welcome. That's important for the picture. She's an Instagram model. You might want to go look at it. Go look it up if you're feeling, if you're alone. Not on your work phone. Keep your hands where I can see them. Oh, boy. She's got a, like a crop top tied white shirt. Um, a, a, Is that, can we call that a skirt? It looks like a garter. Like Ash, I think you're going too deep into the details. Okay. But I, I, uh, it's like a, she's got a, a schoolgirl. Like it's a naughty schoolgirl. It's like a oh, Halloween girl, costume. Travis. Travis explaining it actually made that's, me want to That's more, that's more than a Halloween actually, costume. There's, there's a lot of butt cheek. No, it's not a Halloween costume. It is a, um, if you were dressing up to, uh, like right before you have sex. That is not a real, nobody's wearing that out most times. No, I, that's, that's I don't like think a, that's legal to wear that It's his outside. birthday and I've been a jerk because I've been working a lot. So let's say, hello, you got this. Oh boy. Just trying to make it relatable. Sorry. And, uh, anyways, um, <laughs> the Pope liked it. That really derailed you more than I thought it would. Is that not <laughs> how you would describe that? It's what it's like special occasion lingerie. Uh, we don't have to keep going. Special We're, occasion themed lingerie. Look, if I have to know what it is, because the Pope knows what it is. Uh, how do you think the Pope would describe how it? How do you think the Pope finds that? Because if you search stuff, don't you start getting like targeted blah, blah, blah? Who does the Pope follow? That's, I mean, I would imagine Look, he's not following anybody, following zero. I, I, I so want to be clear. I can immediately rob this story of all of its fun 
by saying that like the Pope is supposed to love all people and want to save and believe in the goodness of every person, even people that society would normally deem, even when society's incorrect, uh, as some sort of bad thing. So this is all not that crazy, but it's a lot more fun to just be like, yo, the Pope liked a photo of a big old butt. The Pope was on Instagram and was like, I like this butt so much. I want to let the world know. Well, but how did I it mean, show up in his feed? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's, um, maybe he's worked closely with this woman. Maybe he's helped her before in her past. Maybe he read a story that she did where she was like, you know, uh, Catholicism saved my life. And he was like, I will pray on this woman. No, not pray on her. Sorry, I will like, oh, pray God. over her. I will pray for her. <laughs> Sorry, I will P-R-A-Y for her. Um, I don't know. We don't know. But at the same time, it's like people, there are people who are taking it too seriously, being like, this is not okay. And mm. then it's just like, guys, you know, uh, her caption is, I can teach you a thing or two. And she's she's at a locker with books. And like, education is incredibly important. You know, if you have to like grab someone's know, attention so then you can educate them. I think I think it's a good model. You think this is uh, like Happy Gilmore? That is correct. Absolutely! What a yeah. great take, Katie. Shut, love it. Ashley, shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, Does she follow yeah. Ben now? Though is the question because she. Well, should. so I think she, I think she acknowledged it and was like, "Good to know, I'm going to heaven." I might be making that up. She acknowledged it with some sort of a joke. Um. Which I think is the only thing you can do. You must feel so powerful if you're like, I got the only guy who's not allowed to be horny to be horny. He doesn't like, fall. This, yeah. That's impressive. Wait, this ass so fat that the Pope Catherine. has to like it. This ass so fat the Pope is ready to risk it all. Catherine. If you think that liking a public Instagram post isn't risking it all when you're the Pope. It is. It just is. But that oh ass. But that ass, though, Have, is the I mean, quote from our current Pope. <laughs> Dad ass though. I need to see if they've like issued a statement. There's no way. Earlier I'm this go- year, the Pope said, "Good sex and food are divine pleasures that come directly from God." Is he allowed to? Amen. Can I ask a dumb question? Mm-hmm. Popes oh, no. are priests, right? Uh, they were. Now they're popes. But they used to be priests. In that sense, they're not allowed to fornicate, right? I'm gonna uh, do a quick search. I don't think so. Like, what does he know about good sex? Probably just word of mouth, you know. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't have to be weird. But it was. <laughs> oh my God. Did you Google Ken the Pope? Catherine. <laughs> I put, can the Pope have sex? And the first thing that pops up is a Wikipedia page list of sexually active Popes. <laughs> Damn. How many are there? Get, are there phone numbers? Hold on, I have, go, I, have go, I have to go timestamp when you cut so that we can edit it later. Oh, uh-huh. shut up. Who cares? It's the Pope. He's, if the Pope can like a butt, I can right, say. hold on. List of sex. <laughs> Damn it. Now I got to go back again. See, now you're making me do two things at once, and this is not good. Travis? Wait, Can you just this? tell me how to reach the Popes that bang? <laughs> Popeswhobang.com? I mean, if we can get farmers only, oh, we could do Popes only. Oh, this is... Uh, Bad intel? Well, no, there's some things. That, now it's like the Wikipedia page starts with list of sexually active Popes. Then the tabs are background. Popes who are legally married, fathered illegitimate 
Children Before Holy Orders. Damn. Like, it's a whole thing. Imagine being the Pope's baby. Wow. 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 Yeah, a lot of daddy like, issues there. You can be like, the Pope's my dad, and they're like, nobody would ever believe you. Also, the Pope's my dad is something that, like, kids say now. That's like, yes, dad. Oh, wait. Yes. There's another one. Is, uh, Pope, Pope Francis shared his views on celibacy and the possibility of church discussion on the topic. Oh, that's right. I think he had said that he thinks that they shouldn't have to be celibate anymore. Right? I I, I want to say you're correct. I feel like I remember that headline. Pleasure arrives directly from God. It is neither Catholic nor Christian nor anything else. It is simply divine. Amen. Look at that. Amen. I get, I understand amen now. There's no place for overzealous morality, which denies pleasure. Something he admits the Catholic Church had in the past. The church has condemned human, brutish, inhuman, brutish, vulgar pleasure, but has, on the other hand, always accepted human. I don't care. This is now confusing. I just want to know if he bangs. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, the Lions, the Detroit Lions. Um, this is what we were talking about there. And just again, in case you forgot, they beat the Washington football team 30 to 27. Oh, wait, I forgot my favorite part of the story, which is when they were prepping for Carolina. I think this was in 2018. It might have been the year after. Uh, Matt Patricia like played them a video of Cam Newton dancing on the field to try to get players riled up, uh, quote, riled up about his, riled up by his showboating is what the article said of like, look at this guy. Don't you want to kill him? And then the players were like, no, wait, we like that. Like Quandre <laughs> Diggs said, we like that coach. Keep that running. Like they like watching players have fun. And he must've just been like, we want to dance. Oh, well, like, what do you do when that backfires? What do you even say next? No music. Yeah. Crazy. Buccaneers Panthers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Panthers 46 to 23. Teddy Bridgewater got hit. He's unlikely to start next week, but he has no structural damage in his knee. Dolphins Chargers. The Dolphins beat the Chargers 29 to 21. And when we have a producer, we'll have so much to say about that. Cardinals Bills. This is obviously the game that you're seeing a whole bunch of highlights from. The Cardinals beat the Bills in wonderful fashion, 32 to 30. It ended on a very dramatic uh D hop catch in triple coverage with one second left on the clock. Did you see that, Ashley? Oh yeah. I what sure was, did. What was your I, reaction? I love well, not to talk too much about fantasy, but I do have DeAndre Hopkins in fantasy. Great. So that was a that was a pleasant surprise. I think my favorite part about it, one, he's just he's probably one of my favorite players. He's my favorite player in history. Yeah. Um I really liked Larry Fitzgerald as well. And so now like seeing them together is awesome. I think my favorite thing about it was like the zoom in on the gloves and you see the like Jumpman logo. And then you see like one of the players who's trying to compete has Adidas and like another one has like Nike. And someone was like, Oh, Jumpman brand about to go wild with this. Like it's, it just, I don't know. The marketing stuff made me laugh. His yeah. It was really cool. So big. And I love that. Um, Kyler Murray, Murray was just like, yeah, D hops back there somewhere. I just got to throw it up and he'll get it. Like, could you imagine relying on somebody that much? And he's just like, yeah, it worked out. Did you see his reaction? He was looking at the scoreboard from the other direction when Hopkins caught Who's it. Who's he? Kyler oh, Murray. Kyler, yeah, yeah. Because when like, he, threw, that's he, he saw burned, that, right? And they're all like, and he's just standing nonchalant watching the scoreboard on the other direction when he catches it. That's so that's, funny. That's nuts. Uh, what an I incredible would, play. The only negative to it, the only person I feel bad for in this situation is Cole Beasley because earlier in the game he had an incredible one-handed catch and now everyone's like, oh yeah, but, but the big catch from that game was that last catch. Did you see the one-handed catch, Ashley? I did not. It was no. wild. Mm. It was on like a third or fourth down too. It was a huge play and a nobody cared play. about it. A big play. 
Nobody oh, cool. cares. Nobody will remember. That's a, that's a great take, Katie. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. <laughs> Did you see me genuinely take the compliment before I realized we were doing a bit that I hate? Ram Seahawks. <laughs> it's the Mina Bowl. Um, the, uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks 23-16. It's the Mina Bowl, and she lost pretty hard. Um, uh, Russell Wilson, I think I heard this today. I think Jeff Saturday was saying he's turned the ball over on third down more than any other quarterback in the league this year. That is me listening to ESPN while doing the pod doc and jotting down what I think I heard. So if that's not wrong, I mean, if that's not right, take it with somebody else. Um, uh, but he's now trending down in the MVP race. Everybody was saying he was doing well and had him in the lead, but now he's trending down, trending up Mahomes, Rogers, and Mari. This is the stuff people care about, right? This is sport. This is what we're supposed to. Steelers, Bengals. The Steelers are still undefeated. Thirty-six to ten, they beat the Bengals. Did you Yay! Watch game? Yeah, I did. My son got to put on his Steelers shirt and have some joy in his life. So I, like I was happy for that. I saw somebody on the internet say, "I know this is going." It was like a headline of an article. It was like, "This is going to make some people mad," but and it's like, "Oh God, where's this going?" Um. Ben Roethlisberger deserves comeback player of the year over Alex Smith. Mm, and it got pass. me thinking about it. And I was like, I actually don't care about the numbers. If Alex Smith doesn't get comeback player of the year, that feels like a huge mistake. And I don't yeah. know if like, I think normally rational Katie would disagree with that take. You're supposed to give it to whoever is the best comeback football player, just because this guy had this horrific injury and came back from it. doesn't mean you should get the award. And then, Non-rational Katie is like, yeah, it does mean that. It absolutely does mean that. So I think it's not necessarily who comes back and performs the best. You could look at it like who has overcome more to be back. Yeah. You and know? I, think, like, I, think, I think that we should look at it that way, but I don't know. If that article title was like, I don't care if you have the numbers to support this. That's wild. Yeah. That's it a, sucks that's for a Big freezing ben. cold thing. It sucks for Big Ben that he's having a bounce back year and a year when somebody has bounced back from a lot more. Um, but it, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I personally don't know how like upset a player would be if they didn't get comeback player of the year. Like, it's yeah. not like MVP. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not like he's like, my God, I was so close. Come on. Did my Alex, elbow really did, hurt. Didn't Alex Smith like almost lose his life? Yeah. They thought he might yes, die. Yes. Yeah, Mul- like, I think multiple times he almost died. Yeah. Like, uh, let's just give yeah. it to him. Like, <laughs> it was like, you may not live. You may not walk again. You'll certainly never play football again. And now- He's a starter. So it's like, let's come on. Let's let's look at these things. I, you know what I'm doing. Yeah, like, I get it. This is a scale with hand. my hand. The scale. That's right. I can't Raiders think of the Broncos. Let me save you. Raiders Broncos. <laughs> uh, the Raiders beat the Broncos 37 to 12. Saints 49ers. Um, Breeze got injured. Oh, sorry. The Saints beat the 49ers 27-13. Game looked close at first, and then it wasn't. Um, Drew Brees got injured. Jameis took a bunch of snaps. Um, Have you heard the injuries he has? He Mm-mm. sounds it's, listening to anybody talk about Drew Brees and like, oh, his rib, oh, is this, oh, is that? I'm like, he must be looking at Tom Brady like, how the Smurf are you doing this? I keep breaking in a new and different way. Mm. It's because like, he's not eating strawberries mm, or drinking coffee. That's they're talking right. about like, could he play? And I'm like, could he play? Like, if he gets out of bed, give him like NFC. What do we week. got? Who? What is it? His yeah. injury. Travis is like, she's asking me for facts. <laughs> uh, three fractured ribs on the left side, two on the right, possibly more. <sighs> Doctors have cautioned Brees to especially careful with his damaged lung. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you? I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. How do you be more careful with a lung? Because I will tell you, I have lived 33 years on this earth, and not once have I been like, what did I do to my lung today? The only time I'm nice to my lungs is when I quit smoking. Like, I can't think of any other time I've been thoughtful and considerate of my lung. Like, be careful. Like, okay, so, like, don't laugh, don't do anything. Oh, which means football. You can't do that. Like, yeah. It's like, is it like the spleen and mono? And it's like, if you get tapped in the wrong way, this is it for you. Like, don't watch out for your... It feels like he shouldn't be playing football. It sounds like his rib cage, which is the thing in your body to simplify it as as simple as possible, is like there to protect all these precious things inside. It's like the walls. The walls have turned into stalactites and stalagmites. And the stuff in the middle is just like getting poked and prodded by (laughs) half shards of ribs. It has become a very hostile work environment for his lungs, (laughs) potentially his liver, his heart. Like your rib cage should not be a source of pain. It's only there to protect you. Let mm. this man sit down. Good take. Thank you. This sounds like the meanest bit. It's actually making it's not, me upset. It's a good take. That's why I didn't. But when you say it, then it, then it's then it I tried to say so it differently dumb. that time. Oh, okay. Um, I, the Patriots, <laughs> Ravens. The Patriot. I didn't do the voice. The Patriots beat the Ravens, twenty three seventeen, which is cool. Except that the night before, my brother was saying he's one of only a couple people left in his survivor league, his survivor pool. And he was like, I might take the Patriots against the Ravens. And I was like, I don't know. The Ravens always play as tough even before Lamar. So I, I wouldn't, and I, he, I probably talked him out of that, which well, it was Sunday night football. It was miserable weather. And like, I love a snow game. I don't mind a weather game. That rain was the loudest rain I've seen in a, was it because nobody was there? Is that why? Oh, probably. Like it was hitting the seats. I kept being like that. Rain's very loud in a way that is like you've never said that. Like it's raining, but it was like crazy. I heard I didn't watch it, but I heard Bill Belichick might be a witch. Oh, I missed whatever that is. Like that he stopped the rain. Oh, 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 yes. So after the game, somebody tweeted, uh, and just like that, the weather is cleared up here at Foxborough. And it was like, hmm? Why oh, so it way? wasn't like during the I didn't obviously didn't see, but I thought he like had it come down during the Ravens drive and then like stop for his drive. No, I, I was, did that happen? I, I saw, all I saw was that it ended uh, and the, the rain ended, but it just made me think about people being like, Oh, my headset wouldn't work at this stadium. So they, the Patriots must be cheating. And I was just kind of hoping somebody went full on into the conspiracy. The magic side. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't and just committed to like Bill Belichick has a rain machine and he <laughs> made it work. And we now need to figure it out. Like, look, if we're going to take all this other dumb stuff they've been accused of uh, seriously, then let's take this one seriously as well. I would like the NFL to investigate how they made it rain. Um, <laughs> like Lou will at magic city. Like I just want to <laughs> know. And I think journalists that aren't taking the story seriously are really telling on themselves, and they've they've got a they're they've been notified. Bob Ryan, yeah, do the Twix and type a story about it. Um, is that all the football games? Boy, yeah. I sure provided a lot of insight there. Uh, Great job, thank you. The Masters, I know it's the wrong season for it, but they did happen this weekend, and Dustin Johnson won. Uh, to second major, Travis, you were there. How was it? It was uh, surreal for, like, there wasn't a lot of people there. 
And so just to be able to like walk out and be like right there on the green and follow them was strange, but mm. also awesome at the same time, like selfishly, like it was cool to be able to see it. La- like last year I was like 20 rows deep when Tiger won. So like to be able to be right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did Tiger win this year? No, last year. No, no, Ash, he didn't. Did, oh, okay. did you, did you, I thought of you immediately. Did you see what happened to Tiger Woods on the 12th hole? When he had an absolute meltdown. (laughs) What did you say, Travis? I was out there. (gasps) Was it as beautiful to witness in person as it was on television? Uh, I don't think it, like, a lot, there was no noise when the first ball went in the water. Like, because I don't think the people that were out there. For anyone who doesn't know, he shot three balls into the water. And he finished (laughs) the hole with a 10. That's not where they're supposed to go. The highest score of his career, it was 10. Most (laughs) holes are like three, four, five. He got 10. He got 10 hole points. Again, the goal in golf is lower points for those. There was no reaction when the first ball went in the water. It was Mm. weird. Was Did you just feel frustration like radiating off of him? Like, what was that like? Um, The first one, you could tell he was upset. First time he smurfed up. <laughs> the, the second one was, you could tell, like, all right, it's one of those ones where you're just like, what do I have to do? And then, like, so then he just got it over there in the sand, then he kicks it back in the water, and it was just, it was a mess. It was a yard sale. I have, I have no way of relating to this. The closest I can come to is when you're playing, I'm playing Call of Duty, and I keep dying in a dumb way, and I'm like, okay. After the first time, I'm like, all right, that was stupid. And then it happens the second time, and I'm like, okay, all right, okay. And then the third time, you're like, all right, enough. <laughs> I cannot imagine making the same mistake with so many people watching you three times and then having to be like, I will continue on with my job now. That sucks, and it I know it made lot. Ashley so happy. It was, a, it was a bright spot for me. But then he finished with five birdies over the last six holes. Yeah, yeah. He bounced back. Uh, but anyway, Dustin Johnson, he won by five shots, which here's a cool stat. It's the largest at the Masters since uh, Tiger Woods won by 12 and 97. So it's really not that um, – that's such a weird, dumb But stat. he did, uh, I believe, tie the record for the lowest round That score. is coming next. He finished <laughs> 20 under par, which is the lowest score in tournament history, and two shots lower than the record. The record was set by Tiger Woods in 97 and then matched by Jordan Spieth in 2015, and he broke it by two. Wow. So he, he was 20 under par. Um, he's also the 12th Masters champion never to trail after any round. Uh, and then... His closing 68 was his 11th consecutive subpar round at Augusta, which broke another Tiger Woods record. So he's good at golf is basically what I'm saying. Maybe he does better when there aren't people around, you know? Maybe. Look, I'm the one who said that, like, fans technically do make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, also, Dustin's caddy is his brother, Austin Johnson. Oh, Austin well, and Dustin? Yeah, that's a, an interesting... Another fun fact, an even more fun fact, if you were to think about it, Dustin Johnson is sounds like a euphemism for 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 master smurfing. Smurfster baby. Smurfer baiting. Uh he's out there Dustin Johnson, you know, just polishing it off, putting a nice oh, shine boy. on it. And then I got to thinking, you could probably do a lot of golfers. Like Justin Rose sounds like a euphemism. Where were you? Well, I was Justin Rose. <laughs> uh, what? What? Where is he at? Oh, he's Bryson DeChambeau. He's he's Bryson it. He's Bryson that Shambo. Uh, 
what uh what are you gonna do this weekend i think i'll fill mickelson you know i don't <laughs> so anyway this is a fun game i i started to flesh out and sort of stopped so started to flesh it I out fleshed it out jesus christ <laughs> all right uh can we talk about kim ang yes please because this feels this was a long time ago now, but we haven't talked about it here. So deal with it. Longtime baseball lady Kim Ang was announced as new general manager of the Miami Marlins on Friday. Baseball I think, lady. Last week, last week or two weeks ago? I don't know. Every, what is time? I don't know. She first interviewed for a GM position in Major League Baseball 15 years ago with the Dodgers in 2005. Um, it has been 93 years since the first time anyone was hired by a pro team as a general manager. I assume anyone was woman. Um, uh, although she is just 51 years old, her baseball career spans 30 whole years. She's been doing this for a very long time. She started as an intern with the White Sox when she was 21, then worked her way up. Uh, she became the American League's director of waivers and records, which sounds like the most boring job in history to me. Uh, and then when she was 29, she's the youngest assistant GM in Major League Baseball, working for Cashman and the Yankees, and then joined the Dodgers as vice president and assistant GM in 01, left that job to become senior vice president of baseball operations for baseball as a whole in 2011. Um, I just, whenever I hear baseball, basketball operations, I just picture a doctor doing surgery on a ball because I'm a child. <laughs> If you're the SVP of baseball operations, what are you doing? Like, oh, no, it's coding. Um, and then she was named uh, GM of the Marlins on Friday. And so, she had, before doing so, had been inter- had interviewed and been passed over for at least five open GM positions. It sounds so, like she's probably the most qualified person yes. in the history of the world. Well, because that's job. how it works. I know people like to say, I hope she got her job because she deserved it. Because in some way, they think that women and people of color are just gifted things as a way to make things look more diverse. But I think what's really happening is they're confusing the fact that it's it was only white men who did it for so long. They they thought that meant that white men were the only ones who could do it. When really it's like, no, it's like the season of the challenge where they took all the good ones out and then they had only the ones who usually lose. And they were like, look, one of you gets to win this season. And it's like you have to you, the they can only win. A, it's like it was only they could only win a game as long as they kept other people out like. That doesn't count as winning. So it's like when a woman gets a job that's always been a male role, it's like, yeah, because she had to work her way up and had to fight against every single person who either assumed she was too dumb for her job or assumed she got her job some way other than the way literally everyone else has ever gotten her job. That's added stress. And to fight through that and be like, I want this job so bad, I'm going to try for it a sixth time. Or the people who are like, having a woman around is just going to make things so much harder because people can't, they don't know how to react to like having a woman. in. Like, That's a you problem. Room. That's exactly. a you problem. If a woman makes you uncomfortable, you should figure out what's going on because mm-hmm. it's just a lady and she's right. there to work. Like she didn't show up to the office to try to get Duster you to Johnson. sleep with her to take to ruin your marriage. I don't know why people always think that like this lady's here because she wants to. She definitely is interested in me. It's like no, why would she have gone to school and worked all these jobs just to come here and maybe sleep with you? That's such a waste of time. <laughs> oh my god, what kind of a gift do you think you are? Um, but anyway, yeah, she got the job. I I will tell you right now, I don't think. I don't think I would have had that perseverance. I'm genuinely 
inspired by her not getting the job so many times and then getting it because that is like you forget that you forget those stories when you feel like you're failing you forget that like hey remember how much comfort you found in hearing that this person who's wildly successful failed a bunch but kept going it's like that's what makes the story good like that's inspiring and so keep going because she applied for the job five at least five times and didn't get it until she did and now she's made history. Hmm. It's beautiful. I thought so. Also beautiful, the Thunder are going to trade Chris Paul to the Suns. Did you hear that? I didn't, actually. Your face said that you didn't. You no, like, my face was like, oh, all I heard about was like James Harden. I didn't know anything about no, Chris so, Paul. No, um, so I don't know how to say a lot of these names because I don't. they're not, um, you know, our basketball expert. Oh, Ashley, you can handle it. I forgot. I thought Jay was our basketball expert. That was silly of me. Uh, it was you. So why don't you, um, you say it? So who? what was the deal? The deal includes Chris Paul and um, Abdel Nader for yep. Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCue. What? LeCue. LeCue. Jalen LeCue. And? And a 2022 first round pick. Which means that the Thunder have 17 first-round picks between now and 2026. I am confident of, like, three of those. Yeah, so so I was going to just keep blowing past it because nobody can be mad at you. What are they going to do, Ashley? This lady can't pronounce any – this is what we should be using you for over the next few weeks. That's like, hey, Ash, I don't know. I just say Smurf and then we're like, what? What are you going to do? Yeah. You're gonna do fire me. That's why when you keep telling me to say Smurf, I'm like, you of all people. No, you it's because Travis and Christina still have to edit it. I'm thinking of them. So if they miss one, they miss one. Oopsie <laughs> Hell, I'm sneezing. Well, I'm sorry. You. Um yes, James Harden, though, also a story he wants out of Houston. Apparently, Brooklyn might be an option, which doesn't make a ton of sense. My goodness. But Woj tweeted that with Ramona and Zach Lowe um and sources, uh James Harden considers, as he considers his future with with franchise, uh, one possible trade destination is rising to the top of his list. Brooklyn, the idea of reuniting with Kevin Durant and joining Kyrie Irving is resonating with Harden, which is like. But, but do uh, they want him? Yeah, it's it really resonates with me to think about dating Ryan Reynolds, but it doesn't really That's change. Just, I think date Shakira, but guess yeah, the what? idea of me dating Ryan Reynolds really does resonate. I mean, it slaps, but at the same time, um, I haven't spoken to him about it yet. Mm. There's still time. Uh, actually, b- speaking of Ryan Reynolds, before we go to commercial break, because if I'm going to bring him up, we might as well talk about it. Ryan Reynolds, did you see this? And Rob McElhaney took over ownership of a Welsh soccer team named Wrexham AFC. Oh. It's one of the world's oldest professional soccer clubs. They currently play in English soccer's fifth tier. Uh, last week, they said they want to develop the squad, get the club back into the English Football League, and make a difference to the wider community. Basically, the team ownership made a deal to let them have sole ownership, those two, of this team. And so they announced it. And they are interesting. Yeah. I think it's I think we're all Wrexham fans now. I think I think we are. We should call it the Wrexham effect. How do we get jerseys? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're called Just take a minute. Kits. Yeah, let me have that. I think they're called <laughs> kits and you can get them on the internet. That was it was okay. Pretty good. Uh, quick update, which I guess is official show business, which I guess we should have covered up in official show business. We can do it now. This week, uh, our solution for our two, what? I thought you were just going to toss me and I was going to do it. Oh, 
I have no idea how you would have thought that that's what was going to happen. But now let's head on over to Ashley Brayband for your uh, official show business. No, Bachelorette. Bachelorette I mean, but I just doodly do. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayman here with your Hi Bachelorette update. We will not Wait, be having a, a Bachelorette update today. Just listen. God, we missed Ashley's a bunch. Plowing through the bit. What are you going to do? Fire me? No. I yes. can't wait to say that every five minutes. I could, minutes. I could mute you right now. Please, no, Travis, you can you mute me. Yeah. Oh, cool. You are not our reality. Ashley, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> we are not having a Bachelorette update today because we missed so many that would take seven hours. So what we're going to do instead is do a bachelor, a big, big, bad Bachelorette update. Later this week. Thursday. The pod. Thursday episode of the pod yeah. this week is basically going to be The Bachelorette. And listen, I understand that some of you hate The Bachelorette and hate that we talk about it. Um, I also hate The Bachelorette. That's why it's funny. The Bachelorette is a show that's bad. <laughs> and I actually yep, watched amazing. an episode of it with Ashley when we were drowning our sorrows. Uh, she's like, all I, I was like, what can I do? She's like, all I want to do is get drunk and watch The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. And so I was like, let's do it. And we did. And so I have a lot of thoughts and they're very funny. And I understand you might not like the source material, but you do like laughing. And also mm. you're really going to skip an episode. It's one of Ashley's last. That's pretty yeah. smurfed up. So it really is. I would hold it against you for sure. I don't know if everybody would, but I know that I would. So next, the next episode this week, because otherwise you weren't going to get to uh, the next episode this week is going to be a fun one. Those are my terms. That, she, we, she, she took a hard line at the negotiating table. And I was like, well, it's going to be tough to sell, but I'll try my best. And here I am selling it. Thank so you, next, Ashley, we're going to do a full. Yeah, we got a lot to Ooh. catch up on. There's been a million episodes and it's very confusing. Hey, have we said on this podcast that Joe Biden's president yet? Um, no, we have not. Joe Biden's what? president of the United States. We don't, we don't have to share opinions. I just want to let everybody know in case they hadn't heard. I honestly didn't know it was official. It's been official for a, a minute. I mean, I, official, official. It's been called for him. The race has been. Oh, Jesus. This is really going to get this. This is why we didn't Joe do Biden it. has been called. No, we haven't because we haven't had a podcast since the election. Yeah. Anywho, the NHL revealed reverse <laughs> retro jerseys for all 31 teams. Did you see this story? The concept is that it's a throwback with a twist. I'm going to say just off top. I hate the name. It does not make sense. Reverse retro should be future. Would be future. Yeah. I guess maybe there, or it's like take a retro jersey and reverse something about it. Like, but they invert it. Yes. The colors. They, it's just, it's very unclear. Um, but this is the first time that all 31 NHL teams are included in an alternate jersey rollout, which certainly provided some comedy with like the Golden Knights. <laughs> like, what's your throwback, guys who just got here? Um, <laughs> But they did their best. Uh, some teams threw back to teams that they came from, like the Avalanche have a Nordiques logo. The Hurricanes have a Whalers jersey, which is always a fan favorite. And I like, I don't like the gray that much. I think if you're going to be able to completely abandon your team identity as the Hurricanes to be the Whalers, because you know people like it, you should also put in a little bit of effort to make it a good jersey. Because we can't ever get Whalers jerseys again. That's kind of the whole point. Oh. So when you put one out, make it a good one so that we want to have it. The bar is higher. Um, I put a link in there if you want to look at photos of all 31 of them. Arizona, I liked. They did this thing. It's called Kachina style. It's a, it's like a spirit being in the religious beliefs of Pueblo peoples, which obviously Arizona has a lot of. Um, 
it's just like a cool artsy looking. It's purple. I don't get it, but I like it. <laughs> like I'm not mad at it. Uh, the Kings one is awesome. It's their old logo, but purple gold. I'm looking for it. It's beautiful. I would also like to talk about the Ducks, if you could. Hey, can you go to the Ducks jersey? Duck, 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 duck. Should I just keep saying duck while I look for it? Duck. I don't. Duck, yeah. Duck. Whatever makes you happy. Ducks. There you are. What am I gonna do? Fire you? Oh. <laughs> it's not gonna get old. Not as funny when I say it. I say that. I so, that. Comes across meaner when you say it. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Ew, <laughs> no!" I will mute you, Katie, if you're that mean again. Thanks, Travis. Oh, Travis, you've drunk his power. Uh, okay. Are you familiar with the Wild Wing jersey? Uh, the Ducks Wild Wing jersey. You don't have to be. I'm. It's a question. Not, you roll no. your eyes like you have to look it up. You don't. I was just asking because then it would give context to this. Jer- no, I don't want you to look it up. Okay. I want you to describe the, the new jersey that you're looking. <laughs> okay, this jersey I'm looking at is a cartoon-looking duck that looks like um, Launchpad from Ducktales. Do you guys remember him? Woo! Like a mean version of Launchpad, busting up out of some ice perchance, holding a stick with leg warmers on and a box. Do you like this jersey aesthetically? No. I do not. Well, I think I think Wild Wing is like a disliked jersey, which is this, but colored in. And so they decided that they would just, I guess, lean in and make it like a sketch of Wild Wing. It's so weird. Hmm. But I've seen people say that it's so weird that they like it. Okay. Uh, Calgary has Blasty on it. Are you familiar with Blasty? <laughs> no, I am not. It's a, a horse head on fire. Hold on, let me scroll. They Blast. first uh, unveiled him in 98. Oh, okay. Well, the fire it. is just coming out of his nostrils, to be clear. Well, it's coming out of his, where your nostrils, your head. So nostrils are just holes in your head. That's like head on that fire leaking. and like snorting fire. Slightly different. Okay. Well, if your head's on fire on the inside, if there's fire coming out of your nose, that means there's your head's on fire inside. No, that's like a dragon. It's like you have the ability to control it and you're exhaling it. Like this to me is yeah. like he controls the fire. He's uh, not in like, my head. The dragon has always had fire in its belly. Yeah, but then he's like, so it, out. it looks like this horse thing also does. Well, if it's coming out of your nose, I don't, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> uh, the Columbus one, I don't hate. Even though I saw a lot of people dislike it, it doesn't bother me that much. What bothers me, though, is that when the hockey stick is the J, it's like CJB hmm. instead of CBJ. Also, it's like monograms. That always bothered me about rich, fancy monogrammed things. Like when girls would get Tiffany's bracelets and it would be like KNB or B, whatever. They, they would just do oh, it out of order. Backpacks. You're like wait, yes. one in the middle yeah. is bigger, and that's supposed to be like first. It's like your last name, and, and then you yeah. put your first and middle. I'm like, if it's literally called the middle name. It should not be on the outside. Agreed. Agreed. Um, the Islanders not using the fisherman is criminal. Uh, <laughs> I do, how do you feel about Pittsburgh? I don't like it. It's boring. Hold on, I've for sure already seen it, so I'm just. It just looks like the I, the um, Rangers jersey, but it says Pittsburgh across their chest yeah, diagonally. Yeah, that is boring. No Robo Penguin. Red Wings is my least favorite of all of them. Can you describe it? 
Red Wings. Yeah, for sure. This is my computer's a little scroll slow with the scrolling. Here we go. Red Wings, Red Wings, Red Wings, Red Wings, Red Wings. Just keep saying Red Wings until you find it. It's kind of hard to say on repeat. Red Wings, Red Wings. Where the Smurf is it? On this page. Red. Yeah, I keep saying it. This is a practice jersey. Oh, oh gosh. It looks like a mistake, like yeah. a template, and then you add the cool stuff on top of it. It's white, yeah. and then there's like a gray line on the bottom and a gray line like at the elbows, and then the logo mm-hmm. in just plain in the middle on the white with red numbers. That really looks like a here's mistake. a raw template, and then you add stuff afterwards. As a person who does a lot of designing of merch, you should – you would know. Gosh, I was I was mocking one up in a PowerPoint because that's what I do when I need to stop being depressed. It's your medium of choice. And I put my face on a milk carton. <laughs> what? Because I'm missing. I'm going to be missing. And I like milk. And it's a very funny what? idea. It is what very kind of funny. <laughs> All kinds of milk. Say, what kind of milk, Travis? What kind of yeah. follow-up question is that? I, I think it's actually an important question. I don't discriminate. Not strawberry. What? I don't mess around with strawberry. Give me I chocolate. Give that. me regular milk. You know? I can drink a scam. I, I can drink a 1%. I think, I think the fact that she can drink all tells you the type of person that she is. She doesn't discriminate. A lot of people are very like, give me 1%, 2%, and that's it. Mm. Oh, I thought you meant like, is it a nut milk? No. Oh, oh I, do, I do like an... Say I do like a nut milk. I like a room temp nut milk. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I like a room temp nut milk in Thank my you. smoothies. Yes, 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 yes. You don't have to bleep it. Um, <laughs> the uh, the blues jersey people either hate or don't. I don't mind it. it weirdly, because it's red, and you should. It's you're the blues. Uh, mm-hmm. Famously. And everybody, as Michael Davies, famous television producer, always said, everything is blue versus red. So having being the blues with a red jersey is strange. But a lot. as we're going back to throwback jerseys and reinventing them, I kind of hoped in some sick way that the blues brought back Cool Cat. Yeah. Which was a jersey. I put a picture of it in the doc so you don't have to go look it up. Uh, Oh, yes. So in 1996, what you're looking at, Ashley, was an actual jersey that was supposed to debut in the spring. And then Mike Keenan, who I think was, what was it, the president, uh, vetoed it and was like, we're not doing this. And then Cool Cat, that guy in the corner, was supposed to be their mascot. Looks like Chester Cheeto's cousin. Like blue, cold Chester Cheeto. Yeah, they could certainly be related. (laughs) I like him a lot. Um. That's a missed opportunity. That jersey is incredible <clears throat> because it's uh, it's obviously whenever there's like blues or jazz, like music for the names of a team, you're like, how am I going to make this look cool and intimidating and badass? Um, and this, is, this person really tried. <laughs> they really tried. Uh, it's got three trumpets, um, which is jazz. You know, that's can't argue that. If you've got three trumpets, you've got a jazz trio. Uh, <laughs> who needs a sax? <laughs> Or a flute. I've got three trumpets. And then there's just music <laughs> notes and uh, the stripes, vertical stripes down the sleeve to make it look like a like a music 
Yeah, but the notes are on it the wrong way. They're on it the wrong way. And the colors are blue, orange, and yellow. And it's just, um, it doesn't say anything anywhere. It doesn't say like blues. Uh, (laughs) It just looks like a, like a t-shirt PG would wear to the office. Oh my gosh. You're a hundred percent right. And it's so bad that I think they could have made it funny. Mm, Next time. So why would they do that? You know, just make the jersey red instead. Um, hey Travis, do we have any college football news? Because I I wrote down canceled college football games. Like I was gonna go look them all up and write them all down, and then I was like, "There's a lot." Um, what's going on yeah. college football, Travis? This past weekend probably was the worst. It, it would have been easier for teams to announce if they were playing than announcing they weren't playing because it just seemed like every day. I think just about the like there's no top 25 matchup game, I want to say. That could be wrong. Um, but it was just a bad weekend. Not too many good games. So we can keep it moving if you want. Could be wrong, but he just said it. So now it's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, South Carolina fired Will Muschamp. Thoughts, Travis? You get, Stop looking at me like I care. I don't care. What's up? Um, <laughs> it was probably a matter of time. Like, I, I think I like Will Muschamp as a person, but personally. Good friend of but yours? Guess what? That doesn't no, just from what I've seen in interviews and stuff, like he seems like a cool guy, but at the end of the day it was about probably about time, but we'll see what they do next. I mean, you know, it doesn't reflect on him as a person. That's Remember right. That. That's right. But if he wants like, to keep his job, he must champ. Wow. What? He must <laughs> win the championship. Wow. Right. And he will. I think he will. Because he must. He will must champ. Is that the only reason you put that in the No, I actually just thought of whatever this dumb bit is as I was looking at his name. Uh, I've put no forward thought into anything. Like the the last part I like actually paid attention to was like the top of the doc. It's very hard to put all these stories in and also learn about all of them. I know know that now. You didn't do it alone. You didn't do it alone. Yes, I did. No, you did. You had Mike and Dave help. Sorry, Travis. Go ahead. Talk about the story you said you didn't care to talk about, but now can't. But can't. Well, God, I can't hold I back. I thought you were talking about the games. I didn't know you wanted also the news of Will Muschamp. He's got a buyout. Of, there's something going on in college football I should know about. He's got a buyout of thirteen million dollars. So I would be in no hurry to find a new job if I was him. Mm. That'd be mm. nice. Breaking Jamal. news: Travis lazy. <laughs> At thirteen million dollars, yeah, I'll be lazy. I don't know. Once you've made that much money for a long time, it doesn't matter as much to that person as it would to you or to I. I cannot even wrap my head around that. $13 million? Making that for an extended period of time. Yeah, Ashley would like that buyout. Yeah. Yes, of course. Everybody would like that buyout. I'm just saying when they're used, like, when they're used to that much money. Jim Harbaugh could, could be the next to go. Will he, though? He should. Yes. I don't know. Will he, they, though? They they won't fire him mid-season. You could see a uh, him walk away kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. It's just so hard to say goodbye, you know? Wow. Did you take your headphones off for that and miss it? Uh, no, I got it. I got oh, it. Okay. My, my I said it's just, it's just so hard to say goodbye. Can, yeah. can we uh, talk about Ashley's headphones real fast? <laughs> oh, sure. Um, what did you want to say about him, Travis? I just wish that she would have been worn these headphones since I joined the podcast, especially the live podcast, she's wearing Austin's Paw Patrol headphones, which have Dog little ears on the top. Dalmatian ears. Marshall. I love them. I don't find, I don't find it remarkable. I think they're great. 
what happened was Ashley didn't charge her headphones and was like, oh no, and then grabbed those. And I'm like, you should always wear those. Those should always be the choice number one. Um, Unfun, let's go to legal corner. Now it's time to head to the legal corner. Hello, I'm in the corner and this is law. Um, Hello. This is where we discuss all the unfun stuff so I can do it quickly and in a business voice. Uh, USA Today investigated uh, LSU, a school that some have accused me of rooting for, and I don't think I ever have. I've never said a kind word about LSU, uh, finding that they mishandled sexual misconduct complaints against students, including top athletes like running uh, star running back Darius Geis. I have not read this yet. I intend to, but I would encourage you, I guess, to go look it up because um, Jessica Luther had a hand in it, I believe. I saw her tweet it, and she is – her job to me sounds so – heavy all the time um just investigating stuff like that uh school after school after school and continuing to hold out hope that maybe they won't find something one time and continuing to find things so that's usa today it's lsu i bet if you google those words three words together you'll find it um also this one's kind of interesting in a weird way but again i don't know everything about it so i'm uncomfortable talking about it uh, all the charges against uh, DeAndre Baker, who used to play for the Giants as a cornerback, have been dropped now. Um, to catch you up, he was being prosecuted on four counts of robbery with a firearm. Originally, he was charged with four counts of armed robbery, four counts of aggravated assault. There was like a apparently he had allegedly taken jewelry and cash at gunpoint during a dice game in Miami. Ah, uh, nope, sorry, Miramar. Lots of M's down in Florida uh, in May. And that was with uh, him and uh, Quentin Dunbar from the Seahawks were accused of stealing money and watches while armed with semi-automatic firearms. In the time since that happened or was alleged to have happened, the victims had recanted their sworn statements. Um, And then just now, today, Monday, early Monday, the lawyer for all three of the alleged victims was arrested for extortion because he said to Baker that they wanted to pay, they wanted Baker to pay more than $266,000 to each of his clients who would in turn do, quote, anything you want so long as the money is right. And I don't think you're allowed to do that. It's frowned upon, I think. Yeah, to represent all three clients, all three alleged victims, which to me feels like how big until it becomes class action, I guess it's against a business. But either way... to represent all three and be like, look, 266 is our number. <laughs> that's not um, that's not how the courts work, huh. supposedly. So he got arrested and now charges are dropped. Um, but he was still dropped by the team. They put him on the exempt list at first and then they ended up dropping him. So he's a free agent, I believe. Cool. That's And that was Law Corner. Now, random Katie notice this week. None of this is important. Do any of them seem interesting to you? I already did the Pope facts. I would urge you, if one were to be interesting, I think it's Alka-Seltzer. I don't know what that is. I know. That's why I tell you, but you have to be like, oh, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. What is it? Damn it. Uh, Okay. Well, thanks for asking and for showing so much interest, naturally, in an organic way. Um, I saw an Alka-Seltzer commercial today that made me so angry and just proves that nobody's paying attention or cares about anything. Okay. It is a commercial for Alka-Seltzer, a product that I have been alive for 33 years. I don't think I've ever been like, I sure could use an Alka-Seltzer. Is it like a Tums, but you put it in water? Uh, what does yeah. it do? It's so, you know how I was like congested and sick for a while? Yeah. Uh, did I tell you that? I may not. I may have hit it. No. Um, 
I knew your I, husband I, was sick. I do. Were you sick when I came over? No. Okay. Before that. Are you kidding? No. I don't know. Um, I have to I have to use like Alka Salsar cold and sinus because I'm allergic to acetaminophen and Sudafed. And there's only mm. so many things that don't have those in them. In them. Um, and so I like use it a lot actually. Which is the only time I've ever heard of anyone using Alka-Seltzer is when they're like, I can't take this thing. I have to take that. Mm. No, I don't think any, I've never, and I'm, I'm not saying this is the truth. I'm saying this is my experience. I've never seen anyone be like, oh, an Alka-Seltzer would really help right now. But anyway, Alka-Seltzer commercial, obviously, um, you know, when commercials try to reflect what the world looks like right now. So it's like people are doing a lot of TikTok dances and stuff because people were stuck at home. It's a video. It's a it's like a mock TikTok video of a dad and his two kids, I'm assuming, an adult and two children in their PJs doing a dance, like a TikTok dance. And then the dad like sneezes and coughs and the kids like laugh at him and are mad because he messed up their TikTok dance. And then it's like Alka-Seltzer. Oh, what a relief it is. We're stuck inside doing TikTok dances because there's a, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so if dad were sneezing, sneezing and coughing and getting sickness all over people, you wouldn't be like, oh, dad, it's five, six, seven, eight. My God. You'd be like, are you, do we have to get you to a hospital? Do you have Corona? How did you even get sick if we're not leaving the house? It's just this completely out of touch commercial that made me so mad because it's like profiting off of, remember when it first started, when quarantine first started three years ago and Yumi and Jay, remember him? We're trying to work through the like, is it okay to say it bothers us when commercials are like honoring how we used to all clap out our windows. Remember that? That stopped. How we used to clap out our windows for medical people. It was like, on the one hand, it's I like that we're doing that. On the other hand, McDonald's, you have nothing to do with the fact that we're doing that. So why do you get to make that your ad? For Alka-Seltzer to be like, so that when you're staying home with your kids doing TikTok dances, if you get sick, you can keep going. It's like, the point is to not get sick. That's why we're home. You don't get to use TikTok dances to sell your product, Alka-Seltzer. Ashley, I think you should take a stand and start taking some other medicine. I, there really aren't that many you options. You should talk to your body about its feelings about acetaminophen because I'm, my body, big fan of Sudafed too. You should really let your body know that you'd like to renegotiate your exclusivity. All right. It's tough when you're allergic to medicine though. Yeah. I can't, I've, I, Ashley, we've had this conversation a million times. One, because I can't ever remember if it's Advil or Tylenol that you can't take. And it's Advil? No. It's Tylenol. Because for my mom, it's Advil and she can only take Tylenol. And you're I'm like allergic. my mom. What? I'm allergic to penicillin and moxicillin. Ooh, so that's tough. I used to say I was allergic to penicillin because we thought I was. But turns out I just puked it up the first time because I was sick. So <laughs> can't now get I take the, it. You can't get any like knockoff medicines. Luckily, I don't get sick too often. But if you do, it's like. You have to get the expensive stuff. What's the... I shouldn't. I will. What's the difference between penicillin and amoxicillin? I don't know. But I'm, I'm, You're I'm allergic. allergic. You should know that like this one, when I try to get this... I just, I just know that they're in the same family. And when I... Mm. I just tell them I'm allergic to those. And I also throw in Duracef because I'm allergic to that also. And Duracef? Is that a battery? <laughs> yes. I can only use... Certain batteries. Energizer only. I'm yeah, energizer only. Uh, the main difference between amoxicillin, for anybody uh, uh, paying attention here, taking notes, 
between amoxicillin and penicillin is that amoxicillin is effective against a wider spectrum of bacteria compared to penicillin. So then what are we still using penicillin for? Ah, it's a square rectangle situation. All amoxicillins <laughs> are penicillins, but not all penicillins are amoxicillins. Wow, I learned something today. I didn't. I'll forget it. I already did. Uh, where were we? That was it. I, was, I really wanted to rant about that commercial. You didn't seem as mad as I was. That's, I have a well, yeah, she likes it. I know, and I had a cold a couple of weeks ago, so I was like sick in my house watching other people do TikTok dances. So just with me, it really resonated, you know. So yeah, I guess. sorry, I couldn't get on the same wavelength as you. Yeah, you know what yeah. I think to bring us back together? Music. No, I think it would. No, I I'm agree. really strategic with which songs I pick since I have such yeah, a... Yeah, because I'm going to be honest. I don't know if this is going to survive in January. I don't I, know if I can keep I can't it. imagine you having to do it like with either a different co-host or by yourself. I was also told, though, that uh, it was like, if you're not going to continue the way you do ads, we can have a conversation with sales. And it was like, oh, oops, I locked myself in to this. What are we singing today, Ashley? Let's uh let's go with Natalie Imbruglia Torn. And can we take a quick moment to appreciate that on the last podcast I picked the song Bye Bye Bye, not intending for it to be directed towards me, but then it was. <laughs> it was really well done. It was really bad, but really well done. Oh boy. You also said that you've always your childhood dream was to work at Disney yep. and you get to do that now. Yeah, for a couple more weeks. <laughs> Going back through and realizing all the things we had just said on a podcast, where I was like, look, I really feel like we're hitting our stride here, but it's going to end at some point. I saw somebody yeah, on Reddit who like, the week? somebody on the Reddit was like, they knew something was going to happen because they've been no. hinting at it for weeks. And I'm like, we didn't. We were hinting at like, uh, this is usually the part of the story where something bad happens. I think you and said your I, body was preparing yourself for something bad. I meant like if our democracy crumbled, quite <laughs> honestly, I was like, I think that we might have to really fight to be like, you have to count every vote. But then my body was like, yeah, no, that's why we took naps. Because hmm. Let me put it back on the butt. Travis, can you play one more voicemail? Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. It is producer Camille. Um, I wanted to let you know that I just got engaged and I'm getting married in April. And my question is, oh my if you guys will come out to Oregon for the wedding um, to entice you, I will tell you it's in Bend. It's beautiful. There will be an open bar and an edible cookie dough bar. So... Oh, also, shoot. my dogs are going to be the ring bearer and flower girl. If you think you can miss that, you're crazy. Anyways, love you. Mean it. Bye. Producer Camille. <laughs> he didn't even say congratulations. <laughs> I was going to say she didn't even invite you, but I actually no, think she might have messed up. She, she said Katie like Ashley Travis. Yeah, I thought maybe that she didn't, but she said Katie Ashley and Travis, will you guys come to the wedding? Which means congrats. technically... Oh, now he says congrats. That's nice. You can really trust he's going to bring a nice big gift. I need I need to find out where she's registered at. Oh, well, I bet you just Google uh, producer Camille and <laughs> come up. I don't think I've ever heard her voice before. Maybe I have. I probably. Like In the long term, I must. She must have called before. I think but she I probably did to, like, correct us on stuff originally. And then it might have been how this all started. Like, Back in the days like of the 
Travis, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you are the plus one. Like, you are the, like, the guy is supposed to be gratefully got invited. You're like, first of all, I'm there. Second of all, you said open bar, so that's fine. And third of all, can I bring yeah. somebody? It's a fair question. Travis, who would you bring? Good, better question. Well, then, if you don't know, then why <laughs> ask? Why secure the opportunity? Travis, can I ask you a question? What's up? Have you ever RSVP'd yes to a wedding and not gone? Oh, no, I go. Okay, good. Congratulations. Like you might be that kind of guy. Yeah, let's get back to the point. Sorry. Congratulations to producer Camille. That's super exciting. Um, I don't know anything about Oregon, so Ben does not entice oh, me. It just sounds beautiful. like a like a yoga. It's beautiful. Okay. I love Well, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. The the uh, the problem with it and what makes it the opposite of enticing is that I don't currently live in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. And traveling right now is not really something I do. They have planes. Oh, they have planes? Ash, did you hear yeah. that? Like, Travis said they have like planes. Air planes? Yeah. Yeah, they soar. Wow. Like Super Baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about the edible cookie dough bar? Yes. Is All edible cookie, cookie dough? Edible. Okay, Travis, I'm really sick of your smirk <laughs> at this point. Uh, edible cookie dough is a phenomenon that is, every time I see it, like we have an edible cookie dough place here in Hoboken. It's usually paired with Froyo. Those tend to be, it's like a Taco Bell Pizza Hut situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, a, I imagine they take out the salmonella. I think that's it, yeah. So do they just take the egg salmonella. out? You know, you don't always get it if you eat regular cookie dough. Sure. Well, no, I'm fairly certain. No, I'm really um, certain. I think I, I think I know the difference between penicillin and amoxicillin. Thank you very much. Um, what do they just take the egg out, or do they re- replace it with like a safe egg? I, a safe I'm not, egg? I'm not safe sure. Egg. Like maybe they just well, take Ashley. Egg out what the hell? You know everything about cookie. in there. Oh, Evey. Uh. People are big in edible cookie dough. I'll say, has it all? Has the cookie dough that's been in cookie dough ice cream all these years been edible cookie dough? And then somebody just decided to be like, what if we get rid of the ice cream and just give them a cup yeah, of this? I think that's it. That sounds right. Or have we been, because I've been buying it under the assumption I'm risking salmonella every time I eat cookie dough ice cream what? and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love cookie I know. dough. I eat cookie dough. It, edible cookie dough is not exactly the same, but it's still enough to get me to a wedding that I already want to attend. Yeah. The real hurdle that I'm jumping here is I don't try. Here's the thing. It's tough to be like, mom, I can't come home for Thanksgiving, but I am going to go to this wedding in Oregon. I feel like, it, and no offense to Camille, but even if I lived in Oregon, I don't, I don't know if I would go to a wedding right now. She didn't say when it is. April. Camille, your real friend, will go. Though, she did worry. say when it is. She said it was in April right there. Or maybe the if in April if things are better. April's too soon, Camille. Oh, feels like- if the Masters are going on, I can't go, Camille. Sorry. You think the Masters are going to do the Masters again that quickly? Yeah, they'll have it in April for the 2021 season. Well, they're not just going to sit around Dustin Johnson. That's, all, <laughs> that's for sure. They got to get back to work. That's soon. <laughs> Uh, Camille, I'm gonna, I'm, ah, it's rude to not RSVP. So I was just gonna say I'm on the fence, but I feel like if I have to RSVP right now, I'd have to say no. But boy, oh boy, are Ashley and I great wedding guests. We should be at this wedding. We had, I had so much fun when we went to Kelly's. That was a blast. Shout out Kelly. Shout out Kelly. 
Um, yeah, what in the dog says ring bear and flower girl? At least let us like digitally come. Maybe we can just be like, hey, prop a phone up against table 12 <laughs> and we're just going to zoom to your wedding. That would be yeah, you have a regular wedding, but we will have your wedding as a Zoom wedding. I went, I went to a Zoom wedding a couple weeks ago, and I love. But was everybody else on Zoom, or was everybody else in? The no, room? they um. So they they put a live stream on YouTube, and then Steve's family, we all zoomed into each other, and so we could see each other like in our homes, and then we're watching the wedding like on the. Got it. I what have an if- idea. Oh wait, I have an idea first, but mine's probably okay, better. Go. So you go first. I will go and FaceTime you guys. Travis, Travis, you're not going to the wet. You've never met her. We've never met her, but you're not going to be the one who gets to go. My idea. I think this is I support it. I think Travis should go buy him. Go to the wedding? Without a plug. All right. I'll see if I I can expense it too. Of course you will. Nobody thought you wouldn't. I think we should make it a live, we should host the live Camille's wedding special event Wow! on the internet. Oh. The same way people do like, oh, the football game's on. Come watch us watch that football game. And we invite everybody. We do a live podcast on Camille's wedding. Camille is getting married. This doesn't affect her. Mm-hmm. She's not interacting with us. We are watching a live stream of her wedding and hosting it. Mm. It's a, the internet it. event of the century, people are calling and, it. And I can be there to report Jeez. live. Travis, Somebody's got to set up the live stream. Katie, I think we need a man with boots on the ground. She's named producer Camille. She's been better than every producer since. Uh, he, she's, she's got it. But Travis, you should probably scope it out. Just do the intel on the locale. <laughs> that would be so, Camille, I think our answer is yes, but in what way? We're not sure yet. <laughs> but we're definitely in, and we will get back to you. Uh, all right. I think that does it for this week's edition of sports. Um, shout out to Quip and uh, Coors Light and Simply Safe. Also, shout out to the Mina Kime Show featuring Lenny, where Mina talks all things football every week with her unique brand of humor and insight. I think Lenny made it through the, la- ra- the layoffs, so it- he's still there. Uh, go download and subscribe to that and her dog on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Big thanks to you guys for listening. What's up? I think Mina's doing her live Zoom webinar pod this week or next week. Oh, really? Yeah, so go check it out and go support her. I didn't even know that. I'm so grateful that you said that, and now I know. Let's all do that. Mina's got a live podcast. Like, if 10 less people could do it, then (laughs) did it. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Everybody, we should make the numbers even bigger. I've done nothing but say that Mina deserves all the success in the world. I just wanted us to have a thing for like two weeks and for it to matter for a second. But it's fine. Uh, It's just how it goes when you work in the same industry as the best person in the world. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I know uh, the vibe is off today. The vibe is going to be, we're going to, we're figuring it out. I feel very sad and very angry at the same time. Um, I'm sure Ashley feels eight different types of I will say that this has been a phenomenal 17 hours of recording. And it's been a nice, nice walk down memory lane. And that's not what I meant. I meant like it brought me happy. See what I'm saying? The point is we're off. The point is we're saying things that don't make any sense. Travis is just trying to go to a wedding. Uh, Ashley's living like it's her last day of school and she's about to transfer. She didn't care. She just comes in and she's like, what? You look it up. Have I ever seen the Mighty Duck? Go, go Smurf yourself. 
Um, but this is, look, this is what it is. This podcast has become this living, breathing organism and our best, we're going to do our best to just let it be what it is every week and forgive ourselves when it isn't perfect. We love you. And that's really all that matters. It isn't, but I'll tell myself that lie. Um, or you could just leave us a nice review if you're feeling so inclined, like, uh, like this one, because we read them all like this one from TwistyCon three on Reddit that says, I love Katie and have followed her career all the way to this podcast, but I think Ashley is the ringer of the pod. She plays an important role for Katie to play off of, and it won't be the same. I can't imagine how they both are feeling. Or this one from Fun Fact 11 on Reddit that says, how is this the thing that made me cry this week? I didn't realize how attached I was to Ashley and her cup notes and bachelorette updates and unshakable confidence and every single snort laugh on the pod. Allegedly. It's not alleged. It's real. Really, really going to miss that dynamic and everything she brought to the table, even if it includes a full glass of milk. Or this one from Fly Eagles Fly underscore 10 on Reddit that says, Ashley, thank you for everything you have done to create and sustain this community. I'll support whatever comes next for you. Doodly do. What? The Reddit thing, You there are plenty of good reviews on... Um... I don't know how to find them because I've never had to do this before. So I went to the yeah, yeah, and I clicked on them. First of all, it's very weird to look at people complimenting me and put it into a doc. So I was like, I want to find all Ashley based stuff, and I know exactly where to find that because I lurk on our Reddit sometimes. And I wanted to make sure that you saw that people are here for you and they love you. And as fly Eagles fly underscore 10, a longtime friend of mine who I've always known from back in grade school, as he said, or she said, or they said, they will support whatever comes next for you. Doodly do. And that's the important message that I think we needed to take. You can't, you can't have, you can have notes on how I'm producing the podcast. I did my best. I did it in a I day. Love you. Um, I love you too. I love you more. I love you the most. And all I, I want you to be, I, I'm so grateful. I'm very grateful to you. This I is know, not the I last part. We don't have to do I know, this right now. I know. Well, okay. But I also, I put these in there before you said we were going to do a big goodbye pod. <laughs> like I thought this was like the, we'll address it all. And then we'll just do regular pods. And then when you said big goodbye pod, I'm like, I should make an edit to the bottom of the document. But don't worry. There's plenty more and I can find those too. We'll we'll cry in a few weeks. Put on your calendar, everyone. Schedule some time to come cry. That'll be fun. (laughs) Something to look away from instead of forward to. But lastly, don't forget that you can always leave off a voicemail. After all that, after all that, after I built you up, you just come in here and you just smash it all back down. (laughs) Leave us a voicemail. It's disrespectful. You're the Matt Patricia of this podcast. Leave it. Leave it. The number is 860-506-5571. Always has been. Might not be anymore oh, tomorrow, but it it, it has. It, it's how you say goodbye, Bye. Ashley. No, say I'll see you later, Ashley. I'll see you later. Okay. Uh, Travis, you want to say anything dumb? <laughs> goodbye. Great. Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> <laughs>